All right, let's do it. Making plans with the boys. I'm going to hit the town. think it's going another podcast just i could you just you lucky man you know what you be thankful you didn't read the staff the gen x talk staff thread today well i've been a little busy yeah i've we're gonna get to that in a minute but i was i was i was so mad at all the stuff going on today and the fact that i couldn't get you to sit down for like 10 seconds so i said that's it i'm in the staff thread on telegram i go that's it this one's going to be a naked podcast i'm making gen x mom do the whole thing naked and of course all the guys go well then we better be a video podcast (laughs) (laughs) and lionheart goes wait a minute you have that security camera well i said oh yeah it's perfect i even took a screenshot and circled she'll be in this chair right here and they're like yes unbelievable and you're you're not you're not naked nope Well, that's a little disappointing. I guess we can't call this the naked podcast anymore. No, <laughs> not at all. They all said, just make sure the camera's not on you, General. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, man, that's not cool. Okay. So, yeah, here we are, and I, we're trying to fit this into the... Is there ever enough time in the day to well, do everything we're trying to do? I mean, this has been my mantra since we ended up having eight kids. Not enough hours in the day. No, and I, I literally mean that. I mean, when you and I go upstairs to crash out at night, th- you got to be doing the same thing I'm doing. There, there, there has to be thirty things in your head that you didn't get to, and you're like, and you, you what are you going to do? Squeeze them over to tomorrow because tomorrow's got, uh, it's already full. Yes. I Welcome to my world. I don't. I mean, it. I thought I had a hectic life, leaving at six in the morning and coming home <laughs> at six at night, working on cars. But at least cars, I knew what I was up against. I could time them out. I could space them out. I could, and there, there's stuff that goes wrong. Right. And there's stuff that goes wrong with owning a business. I got that. It is nothing. I mean, running a small business with seven or eight employees is nothing compared to what goes on at this house. And I remember you coming home and going, you have no idea what I do during the day. No. And I quietly was like, you have no idea what I do at home well, during because the day. Well, because let's be fair about that, how that how that looks from like, let's say, as a typical, I'm the man, I go to work and we have a little small business here and I'm running it. I have employees and payroll and problems and cars and customers and everything's fucked up all day long. It's like a whirlwind. It's kind of like you're, you're on a log rolling contest in the middle of a river. Okay. Balancing all day and you're exhausted. And when you come home, to be fair... This is the, how it looks to me and perhaps other um, uh, people in my position. Yeah, tread lightly there. Well, I don't want to say men because women do it too. Women, I know, that's why have, I'm going, be careful. Oh, now what are you standing up for, you feminazi? You're standing up for the girls, women's libs? Shut up. Oh my I'm, gosh. I'm telling a story here. I'm telling a story. Keep going. You come home. And you're like, oh my God, here's how things are so tough. And I spilled, I spilled the flour and you know, the dishwasher leaked. And then, then I couldn't get the, the dryer. And I'm like, 
Who fucking cares? Anytime you want to, you can go sit down on a couch if you want to. There is no possible way to do that at my job. I can't take a break. I can't call time out. You can put all the kids in their rooms if you want to. I can't put my customers or my And how do you feel now? Well, two things have happened since then. You have to be fair about this. You came down and you worked for 10 months at the shop with me. Yes. And it wasn't even one week in. I remember you grabbing me by the face at home and going, and you, I remember you kissed me and I said, what was that for? And you said, I never knew what you went through down here and how hard this was. It was the first week frazzled you. You're like, holy shit, I had no idea. Right. Yeah. It's a different atmosphere. Completely. Yeah. Now, I have been home with you for a few months and I have been um, observing with just the limited amount of kids that we have coming and going. Not even eight. I know. <laughs> not even not even eight kids. We're just talking about a few kids and some chickens, you know, and a couple and of dogs. dogs. And a couple dogs. But it's nothing I can't there's no possible way I can even keep up with you. The stuff you do is it it now I've just replaced kids with Gen X talks. Well, you do a lot for the kid. You do. You've taken on a huge role with that, but you still do, you know, the laundry, the cooking, the shopping. You get the kid where he's yes. supposed to be. And now you have two daughters have moved back home and uh and, and one of them has a granddaughter. And now I have a job. So Gen X Talks is kind of like my part time yeah. job on top of it. I don't even know if it's part time. I think you have two full time jobs. <laughs> and you do I don't know. I think I'm I'm still not as busy as I was when I had eight kids though. That's my point. There's yeah. you you can't be, and this is a nut house. Yeah, I mean, it is. Here, what was I texting? Because now we have a sponsor for the we have a sponsor for the the podcast, which we'll get to in a minute. Yes, and I'm telling you, we have to do this on time. So here we are sitting. I'm texting you, going, "Where the fuck are you?" <laughs> and Lionheart is no two bears says, "Are you?" I put a little image up because I was switching an image for something I was recording for the uh-huh. kid, and he goes, "Oh, is that is that part of the podcast?" I go, "Dude, we haven't even got to the podcast yet." And he goes, "Well, where is she?" And I and I looked on the security camera. You had taken a rocking chair and drug it down the driveway. You're, you're, you're. I was at, getting my vitamin D for the day. You okay? were sitting in the driveway watching our granddaughter roll around in a Tonka truck thing. Yes, little tyke, little tyke's wagon. Yes. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm counting the. I'm running out of. Yeah, minutes. and we don't have a whole lot of time because your other daughter's showing up. So we got to speed this along, man. I'm just telling you that I am busy. You were busy sitting on your ass in the driveway. Then we might. I was on the phone. Oh, 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 okay. I was babysitting and talking to our two older sons. What the hell do our older boys have to do with anything right now? They're, I was checking in with them because they won't be here for Thanksgiving. They so are grown-ass men. <laughs> I was figuring out what they were doing, just checking in with them and seeing if they were alive and well and what was going on. I'm not even sure what the, how to comment on that. I, I don't fucking know. But speaking of one of our daughters who's here... Uh-huh. Um, I would say, I don't want to say this is a problem plaguing me. It's not. And she's she's here. If she was ever out of her room, she would be right in the middle of this conversation yelling. But she's upstairs, locked herself away in her cave, and doing her thing. How, and this is my question. How do you get an adult child to move on with life, to, 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 go, to get going? They're, they're an adult. She pays a little bit of rent. We can't really say, you know... Get your shit together, woman, or get out. We wouldn't do that. And she's not a bad kid. She's not a bad child. But I want to get her to... 
the things that she says she wants to do in life, I want her to do them. But it's been a year. But or, it's not our responsibility to do that anymore. She's got to decide what she wants. Does she want to make more money? That's up to her. Does she want to be in a better place in life? That's up to her now. We have paid that path. Yeah. Now she needs to fly. Now I get the thing of, hey, we got to kick them out of the nest so they can fly. This is her. Well, she's been out and back. Right. But I'm just saying, I go, she's got to decide on her own when she wants to do it. Okay. Then then what am I supposed to do as a dad when I, when I every single day, I'm like, oh my God, you could be doing so much more. And, yes. and she wants to. She says, well, I'm going to do this. I got this class I'm going to take and I'm going to be something. Okay. That's great. And then a month goes by. Hey, did you sign up for that class? No. Three months go by. Hey, hey, did you sign up for that class? Remember, it was her idea, not mine. I know. I'm not forcing it on her. I agree. But then she, you get, you get, I get in trouble. Dad, quit bugging me. I'm like, well, you know, life moves pretty quick. I know you don't know that, mm-hmm. but it's going to pass you by. And she gets mad. And then you, and then you, I made the mistake one time of saying, well, you know, your sister over here, don't you compare me to my sister. Yeah. Don't you ever say, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, sorry. Won't compare you to your sister. Not trying to, not trying to, do, 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 do. And then I say, well, you know, um, a friend of mine has a daughter who, don't you compare me to your friend's daughter. I said, okay, stop. Yeah. If I'm not allowed to compare you to anybody, <laughs> how how do you ever tell somebody, you know, uh, typically at your age, kids are doing this, you know, people are moving along, they're getting along. I'm not allowed to compare now at all. No, it just comes around to that regrettable feeling as she gets older. She's going to go, man, should have done that at 18. Oh, man, I should have done that at 21. Oh, man, I should have. Okay. You just get into the regrettable Damn, I should have done so, that. So you and I can see that. We know that. We've lived it. I, yeah. We have our regrets. I'm asking I'm asking the audience, how on earth do you get an adult child to move on in a direction that they already want to go? She, it's got to be on their time. It that's I think the hardest thing of having adult children is just waiting I, for them to make the move. We but, can't do it for them. But you almost want to say, you know, uh, if I kick you out, that's a kick in the pants, and 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 now you can get on with life, get going. But she's not doing anything wrong. She's fine. There's no no. There's no and even when you to. kick them out, it doesn't mean that she's going to go do it. Just, it just means it's going to be. It's just a harder struggle, and then she'll have to look back and go, you know what? I had the opportunity to be at home and pay less money, and could have done it. But she's going down a hard road. But it's not hard right now. It's easy. She's she's very but it will good. Be. She's very good at her job. Been there three years. You know, she just bought a newer car, new to her. You know, she got some money put away. She got a credit card. She got a boyfriend. For right now, her life is just fine. Yeah, but when but, she gets out on her own, it's going to be a lot harder. But she's not going to get on her own. We're 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 in this pattern where it's like, come on, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Let's go go go. And I and I and I realized something when I when you and I were talking a little bit ago about there's not enough time in the day. I think that's what makes life go so fast for us as adults because that's one thing my grandfather told me. He says, the older you get, the faster time flies I agree. by. And so, I'm sitting there going, nah, come on, time's the same. Time's I think we've all been told that. And yeah. it's true. Now that we're getting older, it's so true. I'm sure everybody listening feels the same way. It's like, wow, what happened? But I think I know why. I think like what we said earlier in we are so busy 
with, oh my God, I got 65 things to do today and I can't get them all done and I'm going to do this and I move that around. Okay, never mind. I'll put this one off till later. But now it is, oh shit, I got to do dinner. Now I got to do the pies. Oh, did I move the laundry? Okay. And it's the same with me with my stuff. Uh-huh. It's the grass, it's the pool, it's the cars, it's it's money, it's it's talking, get all these things. You're so busy thinking, how many how many times have we done that where we're so busy and you've looked at me and you've yelled at me and gone, hey, what time is it? And I'm like, oh, it's four in the afternoon. And you're like, no way, bullshit. I go, what? You go, it's noon. It can't be later than I noon. know. And I go, no, it's four. It's four in the afternoon because I think our minds are so busy thinking and plotting and doing and trying to figure shit out. Yeah. The time goes by. I think as I've gotten older, I've learned to prioritize some things and just kind of stop things that are always running through my brain. Like today, for example, I needed to do some things that had to be done. I had put them off. And yes, I will admit I was a little lazy the last couple of days going, I could have done it. Like I could have done it the last couple of days. And I was like, nah, just not in the mood. And now I'm in rush mode. I waited, I procrastinated, but I got it done and I feel fine. But I had to put some other stuff on the back burner to do that. And I realized that, um, I love Gen X Talks. I mean, I love it. I love what we do. I love everything about it. But it can absorb you and suck you in. And we could be working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And sometimes I just have to say, you know what? I've got, you have to plan. And now I get people that work at home. Like you literally have to have a shut off where you go, okay, work's going to have to wait. I'm giving myself two days off. You have to literally give yourself a weekend. That is so hard to do though when... You're home when you're working at home. Yes. Because you're right next to the thing you know you need to do. When I had a shop, a business, it was across town. Right. I could wake up at two in the morning and go, well, I really had to start that break job on that truck. <laughs> but it wasn't anywhere near me. Do you remember what you said to me when we opened the shop? You were like, you wanted it like so far away, not too far away that you could drive there, but far enough away where you think <laughs> yeah. twice about getting yeah, going, going later. I yeah. know because the shop that we had in Oregon was only a mile away. And there was times if I woke up at two in the morning and I couldn't sleep, I'd get dressed and go drive down there and start going. Mm-hmm. It was close enough. Turn on the lights yeah. and just get going. I know. it's So How speaking of Gen X Talks, yes. um, well, let's cover this one. We have we have a sponsor for the program. Yes, we do. You realize that how many people are going to call us a sellout? Oh, you're selling out. No. Oh, you're, no, this is different. Your product placing. Because, it, because it's part of our family. That's, that's how I see. It. That's how I see it. A bottom of the glass nation. Is that how you sleep at night? Taking taking money to do a podcast. Is that how you sleep? I don't take money. It was <laughs> offered to us. And and we didn't go look for it. And technically, we haven't gotten any money for it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, we trust this guy. I know, but it's it's so funny how many people are going to say, "Oh, you're selling out." Let me. That's fine. Let me clear something up with the listening audience. Okay. Wait, I have something to say about that. What? Isn't it true that like? People that are famous and stuff, there's always that. There's always that negative stuff. Oh, yeah. And now that we're getting out there more, we're getting more negative. Not that we have more negative than positive, no. but you're getting it. But we're teaching Gen Z kid, you got to kind of brush off the negative. There's more positive in the world than negative, well, I feel. You I, know? There is, but I, and I've talked about this with the kid a little bit. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But I've talked about it a little bit with him. So it's like people saying, oh, you're going to Vegas? Oh, you're going to Vegas now because people will tell me that. Uh-huh. Oh, you just some hot shot. You're doing a meet and greet in Las Vegas. Going to Vegas, huh? It's all about you. All about you, isn't it? And I look at him and go, yeah, it kind of is. I'm special. <laughs> and I tell him to go fuck themselves. Yeah, 
I'm special. In fact, I'm a little pissed we haven't been to Vegas more often than this. You know? Exactly. I feel like we deserve it. I mean, with all the hard work we've put into it, they, they, people don't realize like movie stars and people like that. I'm like, yes, they make a ton of grip of money, but yeah. do they realize like the hours they work to make a film when I saw or how far they are away from their yeah. family for months? and it, Or longer, yeah. Or longer. I mean, or they're out of the country or... When I saw the James Garner thing when he did Rockford Files. Yeah. Uh, he was on set 15 hours a day. Holy mackerel. I mean, dying 15 hours a day. Now, I'm not saying it's not worth it, and I'm not saying I think we deserve to go to Vegas too. Why? I want to meet our fans. Oh, I do too. I, that's the main thing. Do I? I'm getting emails of people going, "Can't wait to meet you." We're, I'm going to Vegas, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I can't wait to meet." Put a face to the name to the name, well, and just meet these people. And when someone says, "Do you do you think you deserve to go to Las Vegas?" Yeah. Because I get to meet everybody. Yeah, but doesn't that person deserve to go to Vegas? Yes, everybody deserves I don't know, to do but we're things. Going back to sponsorship, it sounds, oh, you're selling out. You're selling yeah. out. This is the way I handle it. Are you going to Vegas? Yes, I, I am. am. <laughs> I don't give a shit what you say. Well, you're selling out. Yes, let me be clear to the audience out there. If Coca-Cola or Pepsi-Cola or somebody came by and said, here's a million dollars, we're going to sponsor everything you do. Well, hell yeah. Fuck all of you guys. I will buy new <laughs> friends. I will, I'll buy new friends at that point. You don't like me because I'm sponsored? Well, then you can just get the hell out. I'll, I'll, I'll buy someone to sit around my table at Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, my God. The hell with my kids. <laughs> wow. I just wanted to let put that out there in case there's anybody who- Kids, has, it's actually, okay. <laughs> I apologize for dad. If there's anybody that has an extra million dollars, I will sell my entire family for a million dollars. Every one of them, starting well, with the kids. Well, wait kid. a second. Listen, I run this. I run this damn family, and if I want to sell our children, uh, you know, I think you better <laughs> recheck that thing. What the ownership oh, is? Oh, here we go again. Is this all because I put the house in your name? We don't need to go there right now, but there's you, a possibility. Because you didn't have a job, and you, now you just wrote that in my face. I hate that. All right. I did damn well for myself if I didn't have a job <laughs> and I own a house. Oh, so how is your, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, so uh, interviewee, how is your uh, Vegas meet and greet coming along? It's coming together. It's actually now spinning wheels, and we're going forward now instead of just like in neutral. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's going, I have to say, it is talking about juggling things, you know, holidays and yeah. all the other stuff that's going on in my brain. I got a lot going on and well, but it's, it's coming together. Everybody who's listening, we are going to Las Vegas, January 13th, 14th and 15th, just after the turn of the new year. And, um, there's just a few events she's got these days, just have a few things to come see us and go do a meet and greet. There's a special event. You can check it out on the website, but I want to compliment you on you didn't flood the schedule of three days. Okay, at 8 o'clock, we're all having breakfast here. At 10 o'clock, we're going to meet here. And at 1 o'clock, we're all going to be here. I, I couldn't do it. And I wouldn't want to. It'd be a yeah, it. that's you, how I feel. You just did like one, maybe two things a day. And they're spread way apart. And now, now everybody going, they're filling in like, hey, we're going to go go-karting. We're going to go shooting. They got all these things they're going to do in between. Which- and that's what I want it to be. I don't want it to be totally Gen X talks. I kind of yeah. want it to be the bottom of the glass nation weekend. Right. That's kind of like what it's turning into. Maybe in the future, that's what we'll call it. Bottom of the glass weekend. <laughs> because it's neat. Because we're all a family, you know, through the World Wide Web, which yep. is a thankful thing in in this great big world. But also... To 
to meet these people that you've developed a relationship with over the last couple of years. Now we're going to meet them and talk to them in person. And I think that's Are you cool. finally going to loosen up when we get to Vegas? Are you going to calm down? Because you've been just on stress level nine the whole time. When you finally get there, will you just have a breath of fresh air and relax, please? Could you I, do that? After Friday night. <laughs> After the special event, I will. I'm putting my all into that event to make sure that it runs smoothly. Because, you know, we're doing the 12th. I want a spa thing on Sunday morning, please. In place of the one we're doing Friday morning? Or do you want another one? Because I'm giving you the one Friday morning. Um, we're getting there Thursday, right? Su- Sunday. I think I need it after the event, after everything's over. Oh, good. Because I'm afraid you're asking for two. I'm going to... F- because come uncorked. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. What are you, every day, I have to start off with a massage every morning. You just don't understand. No. My chocolate covered strawberries in my shirt. That is not me. You know that. (laughs) That's not me. What else is on your little agenda? No, I'm trying to figure out. I didn't, you know, we didn't even get to the list last week. Hey, when this airs, it's going to be Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Oh yeah, it will be tomorrow. Oh my God, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Hello. What do you think I've been doing in the kitchen all day? I don't know, screwing off like you always do. It smells good, though. Smells oh, my great. gosh. I am I know it's going to be quiet for us, but I still like tradition of, you know, pies and I know. turkey I, and stuffing. And I think it's going to be great. So I kind of took today off of Gen X Talks to do Thanksgiving things, and then all of a sudden you're like, we got to do a podcast. Well, because we, our sponsor, tell everybody about our sponsor. What do you want to know about them? <laughs> You see, when I say tell everybody and you look at me and go, what do I want to know? You just threw it back in my court. Now I have to go, well, and then I'm just... You're the man with the voice, babe. You're the man with the voice. We had a... a This podcast is not Gen X mom. It's not Gen X dad. It's Gen X talk. So start talking. Where's the kid? He's at his girlfriend's house baking cookies, which I told him, and I told him he's going to be in trouble for this too. Why is that? Because he no longer pulls a chair up to the center kitchen island with you. Mom, let's bake cookies. Let's do cakes. Let's do pies. He didn't have nothing to do with that. He thinks it's dumb and stupid. And he avoids being any of that mother participation with you at all. And then his girlfriend called and said, hey, you want to come over and bake some cookies? He goes, I would love to bake cookies. Of course. That is so it's much always fun. always a girl. Baking cookies is so great. I'm like, you realize you just turned down your mother a week ago for this exact same thing. He goes, yeah. That's not going to go yeah. over. I go, no, it's not. I have a funny story to tell you about our oldest son. He kind of floored me today on the phone. He says, uh, uh, I got to get going because I got to go to the store. I'm going to make dinner tonight. I said, what? <laughs> he goes, I'm going to go to the store and make dinner. I said, you mean like go pick up dinner? And he goes, no, I'm going to go to the store and get ingredients and make it. I said, wait a second. Wait, this from the kid Hold who on. used to buy a whole chicken at Vaughn's? And yes, just, and buttermilk. And butter, or half and half. Half and half. Half yeah. and half. He would buy a whole chicken yes. cooked already yes. and, a, and a half a gallon of half and half and then just sit at the kitchen and eat it. Yes, this kid. And that was him. I this, made, is, this is our oldest. I made my own dinner. No, He's, you didn't. You bought your dinner. He bought dinner. So this is our oldest. Um, he's married with a wife and a son. And he told me today he was he's he works from home, and he said he was going to go to the grocery store and get ingredients and make dinner. I'm like, you're you're shitting me, right? He goes, no, I got a cookbook, mom, right here. I said, what? What's the name of your cookbook? And he he sent it to me, and I forgot what it was called. Anyways, he goes, I got it from the. And this was funny. He goes, this is exactly how he said it to me. I got it from the TikTok. 
TikTok. The TikTok. The TikTok. Wow. <laughs> I said, wow. oh my God, you're 30 years old and really old now. The, the TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> and he's, I said, wait a second. I thought TikTok was a China thing that nobody's supposed to be. And he goes, you know what? I'm breaking rules. I've always been breaking rules. Wow. Like, well, you've been breaking rules since the day you were born. You, so You know, he's... He, he, I, I don't like painting him as the rebel. I break rules all the time. See, Generation X, when we broke rules, we looked at a rule and we said, fuck it, I'm doing that. I'm going against the grain. I'm going to handle that. He just floats through life. Some things he does, you're like, well, that was that was okay to do. Oh, it was? Fine. Oh, wait, wait, that over there, you broke a rule. I did? Uh, well, yes, I'm a rule breaker. Yeah, he doesn't he's, even know what he's doing. No, and he's, he's okay with it. He's literally floating through life, and whatever he does, he's like, oh, was that okay? Then then I was following the rules. Nobody's going to get me in trouble for that? That's All right. right, I'm okay. Then I planned on following that rule. No, you didn't. New rule. <laughs> That's what he'd say. New rule. So anyways, he's flooring me. And listen, I have to tell this story because it was laughing. I was laughing hysterically on the phone with him. So he's going through the cookbook. He goes, I think I'm going to make um, paella. I said, do you even know what that is? And he goes, yeah. And he was telling me, he goes, well, mom, don't you remember when I was um, deployed? He was in the army. He goes, we had Tuesday was surf and turf day over in, uh, in Kuwait. In, in Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, he goes, Tuesday was surf and turf. And I said, okay. And he goes, yeah, we would have like skirt steak and shrimp or skirt steak and, you know, something okay. else. And I was like, all right, but that's different. This time you got to make it. Like, <laughs> nobody's making it for you. So he's telling me, I go, I thought you wanted to make something easy. Paella is, you know, he goes, well, I, it's in my cookbook. I want to try it. I said, well, okay. Yeah. And then he goes, what's a prawn? <laughs> I said, it's it's shrimp. It's fit. He goes, oh, okay. it's shrimp. I see it. I, it's shrimp. And I'm like, oh lord. And then he goes, I think I might. Then we went from paella to chicken fettuccine. So we went from one extreme to the other. I'm like, you better send me a picture of what you make. How do you, you better make sure it's really something? He, I don't want a picture off the internet. He better better be yes. Good. And then he says to me, he goes, uh, he was going to go confer with his brother-in-law. Yeah. Um. To see what what what's on the menu because I guess they're going to stay for dinner. I said, wait a second, you'll confer with your brother in law, but you will not confer with your mother about what you're making. Right? Yeah, that I've been replaced. Sense. He that goes, no, no, sense. no. He backtracked. He goes, no, 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 mom, mom, mom. It's good. It, we're good. We're we're okay. Well, this I'm, makes total sense. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, totally him. So so you got one son who's conferring with a brother in law, but he's not including you in the process. <laughs> you got a 17 year old son who says baking sucks, mom. I'm not doing cookies with you. And a week later goes, I'd love to bake cookies with you to his girlfriend. Yeah. What the fuck is going on with? But the wait men a minute. Now let's go to the girl side. Okay. Now all the girls. I have one daughter that moved in and goes, I don't know how to bake. My husband loves chocolate chip cookies. I don't know how to bake. You need to teach me to bake. I'm like, holy crap, I failed at that one. So we're on a mission to uh, send um, our son-in-law to, wait, wait. we're going to send chocolate chip cookies to Japan where he's deployed. Even I can bake. You you take the, the take that container, you, you turn it, it's a cylinder, it opens up, all the cookies come out and you just lay them out and put them in the oven. That's basic. You just mix two things together that have nothing, no chocolate you, chip cookies yeah, do the that. Chocolate, chocolate chip cookies, don't you take them in that cylinder cans, kind of aluminum on the ends and cardboard, and you and you take two hands and turn it, and it goes poof. No, those are then, biscuits. Oh, yeah, yeah, biscuits, that's right. Oh, my God, There's no dumbass. Chip, wait, wait, wait. No, they, those come in a log, but they're already pre-made with- Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. And you, you cut them up and put them on, that is not homemade. 
I'm making them at home. Oh, Lord. Okay. So, well, okay. I'm just letting you know that. Th- are you sure that cookies. So hold on. Tell them the are story. Are you sure that cookies don't come in the poof thing? Are you sure about I'm that? I'm pretty sure. All right. Go ahead. So we have one daughter that doesn't know how to bake. I failed as a mother on that one. Yeah. I have another daughter coming over tonight because she's just panicking because she has to make a dessert and a side dish for Thanksgiving with that oh, other side of the wait, family. Wait, wait, wait. Before you, t- you need to tell what happened with that. Just don't go crazy with the story, but you need to tell what happened with the guy. Okay. Boyfriend. So this is what I'm saying is when you're adult children, they don't really leave. They just make phone calls when they need All something. My phone long. is ringing. Do they call Gen X dad? No. They call Gen X mom. So I get a phone call at seven o'clock this morning from our daughter. She says, mom. And she's in a panic. She's in a panic, but it's really not her problem. She says, listen, my guy picked to do for his family to do a turkey this year. He's never made a turkey before. Just volunteered. Just volunteered. But everybody is supposed to bring a side and a dessert. That's that's your ticket into the Thanksgiving thing. I said, okay, that's easy. But he went and volunteered on the side to do one of the turkeys. And you you can't sh- you can't fuck that up. You're gonna need that. Yeah, that's what she told me. She <laughs> goes, like- um, he can't like skip out and not and decide not because they have a you know like six turkeys out there. There's six different families making turkeys and bringing it. But it's also like you can't. It's not like rolls. You can't just. I messed up on the rolls. <laughs> no, we can move on. Yeah, you can't. All right, go so ahead. So she tells me uh, the turkey was bought on Saturday and it was frozen. They bought one of the frozen ones and. I said, well, you should probably, I'm probably don't do, this is how I would do it. I would put it out on the counter for a little bit and start letting it thaw, like give it a head start before you put it in the refrigerator. Well, I guess his side of the family said, nope, you can't do that. You got to thaw it in the refrigerator. So here we are Saturday, Sunday. Today is Wednesday Wednesday. and the turkey's still rock hard. So they just pulled, they, they, he, he didn't go with your advice through, through our daughter. Right. And they're arguing, him and her are yes. arguing about this. And, and, and our daughter's going, my mom says yes. this. And he's like, well, my mom says that. So they did it his way. Yeah, and they she's did. even said, told him, because he wanted to brine it. She even told him, my mom put our turkey out in the garage in a plastic bag in a cooler yeah. <laughs> and brined it one year. <laughs> so he does it his way. He does yes. it his mother's way. Woke up this morning. keeps it in the fridge the entire time. Yeah, and he woke up this morning, and it's frozen. Solid. And last night, he had to start brining it. So right now, we don't have a turkey brining yet, and it's the day before Thanksgiving. Wow. So she calls me. He had already left for work, and she calls me, and she goes, Mom, I'm getting ready to go to work. She said, he said to leave it out on the counter, and when she left for work, you know, put it back in the refrigerator. I said, babe, okay, that so thing still isn't going to be thawed. So wait a second. <laughs> so he took it out. Uh-huh. And told our daughter, leave it out until you go to work. So like an hour and a half, maybe later. Probably a couple hours, yeah. And then it put it right back in the freezer. No, into the, the refrigerator. In the, in the okay, go ahead. Which it is, a you know, it's a warmer temperature, but it's still, this you, thing is rock solid. You do realize that no matter what our daughter does now, if she deviates from his instructions at all. Right. We, we know this turkey's going to be fucked up. Right. And if she deviates at all and tries to help, he's going to blame her. Okay, so guess what I told her? You Here's better, my mom logic. You better have told her, do what he says. Yeah, hold on. It, okay. I go, honey, since you were 14, I told you men are dumbasses. Whoa, whoa. We have to cover their asses all the time. And Don't how, you all agree, ladies? Yes. No, we are how, shaking our head. All the women listening are going, yep. 
Yep. Okay. How, so to make him look good. Hold on. When I put my hand up, shut the fuck up no, for five seconds. I'm telling a story here. So how are you going to give her advice to to cover his ass when there's less than 24 hours to go and his turkey's in the freezer? That's what I was getting at. Well. You're interrupting my story. Do I interrupt your stories? Every fucking chance you get. No. When you're talking, I listen. So anyways, so I said to her, I go, sweetheart. She, he's texting her going, okay, don't forget, you got to put that turkey back in the refrigerator because he's panicked. He doesn't want to get people sick. So it was really funny. I said, sweetheart, this is what you're going to do. You're going to keep answering okay to everything he tells you throughout the day. Just yeah. go, okay, okay. And then on your way home tonight, you're going to go by the store and you're going to buy a turkey that is thawed. Just go into the grocery store and buy one. Don't tell him you bought it. Go home. Let him sweat it out today. Let him worry about that turkey let him worry, and then you're going to come in as the hero and go, here, honey, make this one. So in other words, what you're saying here, sorry, I'm interrupting. I'm offering some clarity to the audience. <laughs> okay. What you're saying is you want her to go buy a backup turkey that's Correct. already thawed, and after he gets home, and after he panics, and after he looks, and after he thinks, yeah. and after he sits down and goes, it's I never shouldn't have put it, done it this way, I fucked it all up, then she brings the turkey. Or do you just want her to go home and go, here? No, I want him to panic. And then I said, you can come in as the hero and say, here's another turkey, sweetheart. All right. Start over. But anyways, it'll be an interesting story to find out. But that's oh, for an hour. I was on the on the phone from 7 o'clock this morning till 8 o'clock talking to her about, oh, the trials and tribulations of Thanksgiving, the See, holidays. I don't, I'm not sure where you learned these lessons from because you've never had to placate me you've never had to let me <clears throat> fall you've never had to let me fail <clears throat> you've just gone through stuff and and everything's been fine you haven't had to come sneak behind and save the day with me that you know so of. i'm not sure where you've learned these lessons oh that you know now, of. if you want to say from your mother i might agree with that because it had nothing to do with me <laughs> ah the things i've done behind your back that you have no idea that make you look good hmm. wait a second are we still talking about food hmm. <laughs> Oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> well, there's your yeah, so are we are we getting turkey tomorrow? Yes. Did you thaw it? Yes. <laughs> That's what I was telling her. I'm like, I have a thawed turkey in my refrigerator right now. Everything's fine. It's all good. It's cold. Yeah. The butcher handed it to me like that. <laughs> and that's what I was trying to tell her. Her logic was saying the turkeys have all been in the refrigerator. Like I have um, tried to teach all of my sons. Many valuable lessons, but there's a few things when you get to a family level that I've passed on. I'm like, you need to have a good tailor. And like, what do you mean? Now, there's times you're going to need a suit or a tuxedo. You got to, from high school on, from as soon as you get to high school, you got to have a guy that you can go to and say, you know what, I, I need this, I need a suit, I need a tux. You got to have a guy who can fit you for occasions. What if you have to do something on the spur of the moment? You get called, hey, I get to be in a wedding in Vegas and I got to go tomorrow. You need a guy. Right, you need a guy. You need a guy. You also need, I've told my sons, that you need a good butcher shop. You got to find yourself a good butcher shop with a guy who knows a cut of meat. Yeah. You can tell he knows what he's doing. He knows all the terminology. He's fast. He's efficient. He gives you a little bit of extras. You know, when you buy a bunch from him, he gives he throws you some stuff. That's a butcher who cares about his product and his customers. You got to find a good butcher. There's certain things you just got to do like that. I think the the butcher we have, I love the guy. These guys are good. Would yes. you not agree? Yeah, I love them. And that's them. where you got our turkey from this yes, year I too. Did. Yes, I did. I don't know. I just, we're going back again to all the, 
We're going back to here. We are. Everyone's in a panic. There's there's our daughter and her boyfriend in <laughs> panic mode. The good old holidays. And and the thing is, is that you, as a kid, when you're an adult, you have so much going on in your head. Like you said, one day it's four o'clock in the afternoon. You're like, no fucking way is it four? It's it's noon. As a kid, you're sitting around and you're bored, and time passes slowly. Because you're bored, like I don't have anything to do, and I don't want to watch TV, and I don't, I don't want to play with my toys, and none of my friends are available. And you're bored. You sit on the front steps of your house, going, and you, you can hear the second hand of the clock ticking. That's how bored you. Man, are. Man, I wish those days I had those <laughs> days back. But you remember that when you're bored, and you're, you're, you're like sick to your stomach on how bored you are, and time's never going to go by fast. It always goes by slow. When you're waiting for Christmas, that's the longest month of your life, <laughs> waiting for Christmas Day. That's so true. Now, there's there's not enough days there before isn't. Christmas. You know, <laughs> I need like 60 days of December because I can't get there in 25. <laughs> I can't do it. We're there's getting old. Too much stuff going on. I think on. we're getting old. So, uh, you, that's the, this will be the third time I've tried to talk about it. This is the third time I brought it up in this podcast. I'm going to try again and get your get you on track here. Tell us about our sponsor. We have a sponsor. <laughs> You're right. We have a sponsor of Loud Trouble LLC. This company is um, owned and operated by our own bottom of the glass nation, Loud One, otherwise known as Ian. We'll yeah, give the last give, name. Give his first name, yeah. Um, he came to us and said that he has um, just kind of brought us in his family and he wanted to offer the kid and our family uh, money for the podcast because he listens. He's a truck driver and he takes the time out of his day and his week to listen to us on our podcast. And you know what? He's not just he's not just a regular truck driver like that delivers whatever whatever you're hooking up to. We're hauling whatever. Sometimes it's a grapefruit. Sometimes it's auto parts. He's not that guy. Mm-mm. He's actually worked. He's from Australia. Correct. And he's worked himself over here into America. Um, he's living the American dream. He is as a long hauler. And now he's just now this last month, he's stepping up. He's signing papers. He's going in deep. and But he has contracts for hauling shows. He can haul any kind of a show, like big car shows. He can haul all the equipment, the stages, the lighting, the speakers. He can do the cars. He can, I mean, his company can can move a show from one place to yeah. the next. That's a really great thing of like, don't give up on your dreams. No. You know, he's he's a living, breathing person that has kept fighting and fighting, and now he's getting to live his dream. And so, you know what? You're never too young. You're never too old to keep it's searching and going. Stunning. Yes. That he's taken that big jump. And he's nervous about it, but he's also like, I got it. I know I can do the job. Yeah, there's always risks involved in those things. So, so But anyways, we are so excited that he has offered to sponsor our podcast. So it's Loud Trouble LLC. But we don't have a tagline. We can't say, Loud Trouble LLC, when you need your shit moved, call Ian. And, uh, but there's no, he didn't say, here's my phone number. Here's a tagline. He didn't say, here's here's my people, my agent you talked to. Nobody. He didn't say. Well, well, come up with something. We're not supposed to say something. What do we say? If you're moving from coast to coast when you need, well, if you're having your Aerosmith doing their final concert <laughs> tour. Make sure you get Loud Trouble LLC on board. I think you just did it. And your shit will get there on time. <laughs> <laughs> you just did the tagline. 
That's funny. Gonna be some, there's going to be some. He's probably laughing because of that one. <laughs> Aerosmith, give him a call. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. Well, see, now, if there's anybody that listens to this podcast, and there's a few, if anybody's having trouble with like huh? they're 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 moving their stuff. You they get mad at truckers all the time. Goddamn truckers lost my stuff. They're late. They're not on time. One time now, one time these guys are going to be like, "Fuck it, who we listen to that podcast with Gen X talking? Who who's their spot? Call that motherfucker. I'm tired of these assholes." But we don't have a number. <laughs> we don't have anything to give them. We'll get that information. But we should do it. He should have something for us to say. Oh, he kind of wanted us to come up with it. He gave me a couple different lines, but he was like, ah, you guys will come up with something. Like, well, we'll come up with something. We have to be careful what we say. We we don't know everything he moves around. We can't say, if you're part of a traveling circus, call loud trouble. (laughs) 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 He can haul elephants better than anybody. (laughs) Do they still do circuses? I don't know, but they don't have elephants anymore. The woke movie. They don't have much of anything anymore. Well, you can't have, cage animals. You can't cage this. You can't have elephants. You can't have alligators. You can't make fun of clowns and short people. So the so I guess the circus is gone. Do you remember right. when the circus came into town? Like literally that. Yeah. I know that's a saying, but Barnum I, and Bailey Circus. Yes. I look forward to that every year. My, I, my I wonder if that still me. happens. I think they stopped. Barnum and Bailey. I think they did. came to an end, but I wonder if there's like little ones around around. I don't think there. And is. you have a little connection to circus. Or vaudeville or something in your family? Oh yeah, yeah. No, um, uh, my grandfather um, was. They had a family during the depression. Yeah, they had a family traveling circus, See? and they would go during the depression. They would go town to town, and uh, my grandfather could sing and play trumpet. Do you know? Okay, you know what else he did? I don't know if you know this or not. He could juggle. Okay, yes. he could juggle anything. He would take two chairs, um, just two regular chairs you sit in, no arms on the chair, just flat chair, kitchen chairs. And he would put them side by side about six feet apart. And he would put a piece of wood around like a broomstick or a piece of pipe sitting on top of the chair. Then he would take a third chair and put it on the pipe, balancing on the pipe, and he would sit on it. Cool. So he's sitting on a chair, which is on a which is balancing on a pipe between two chairs, and then he would juggle on top of that, and then he would start singing. Wow, that's talent. <laughs> that was part of his show, but that's how my family made a living during the Depression was going town to town and charging people now a I penny understand. or two. <laughs> what? Wait, what do you mean now you understand? What does that mean? You're part of a circus family. little crazy. Okay, that is not what I was getting at there. That is not what I was saying at all. I was not telling you that I'm crazy, part of a circus. In fact, what I'm trying, if anything from that story, what you should derive from that story is that my, my family, during the darkest hours of, of financial calamity, during the Depression, they were inventive. They were intuitive. They were entrepreneurs. They were survivors. And you come away saying, we're loony. Wow. <laughs> How do you feel about yourself right now? <laughs> I love you, Grandpa. How do you look at yourself in the mirror knowing you called my family loony? I look great. Thanks. <laughs> oh, That and the other time we used to kept drive on the road and we'd pass a cow pasture and you'd look out there quietly and go, yeah, there's my in-laws. That was such <laughs> bullshit. There's your relatives. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, How long have we been doing this already? Uh, we, didn't even, we deviated off the schedule I know, again. I know we, we did. We do this every single time. Well, you finally let me start talking, which was a plus. Thank you. You know, and we, so we did cover some ground. I don't know. We're about 40 minutes in or so. Because uh, 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 your other daughter's coming by because we yeah, have to make you, the side in the dessert tonight. And plus you have to get an update on the whole turkey debacle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because that thing is going to be a fucked up mess. Maybe that's why she wants to not be home. <laughs> have you? <laughs> 
Okay, here's a question from the followers. Have you guys, they want to know if we have any uh, Thanksgiving stories where big family get-togethers went bad. Oh, went bad? Yeah, like you had, because that, that happens a lot. I know, but I was thinking of what we used to do on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> yes, we did the Olympics. We had Thanksgiving Olympics. I remember that now. Um, what did we do? It was, uh, we had all these corny games that the kids would play. <laughs> And uh, we would have a thing where it was, uh, we had, uh, I don't know, they would shoot baskets and they would throw things in trash cans and they would ride skateboards down the driveway and see how far they could coast. You had about, what was that dumb game you did with the cookie on their face? Oh, the Oreo <laughs> cookie that? challenge. Explain that. You would put your head, start off with your head back, lean back. Standing? It, sitting with your head back and you put it, place an Oreo on your forehead. And then without touching, you had to keep your hands at your side. You had to move your face around in different directions and let the cookie fall and balance it on your head to get it into your mouth. That's what those pictures in the scrapbook are. Because there's pictures. There's one of our son with a cookie on his eye. Yes. There's one leaned up with our daughter against her note. They were working trying to get the cookie yeah. into their mouth. You have to do it by yourself, not with a partner. You just had to move your head around with the you, Oreo cookie you on your yeah, face. Yeah, we did that on Thanksgiving. We did egg races, remember? They yeah. used to do egg races. It was Boy. fun. We kept them busy all day long. Yeah. It, you you would make Thanksgiving a big family activity for yeah. everybody. And the meal, we would all sit down. Now, you do that thing with our kids when they're home, um, high-low. You would go around the table and say, kid number one, what was your high point of today? What was your low point of today? And you know, I know why you did that, because you were really trying to interact with the kids and learn, because well, they don't always tell you stuff. I want to give a backstory to that, because there's a lot of parents out there that are listening that, you know, when you pick your kids up from school and you go, so how was your day? What was the best part of your day? And they'll go, recess. I mean, think about eight kids telling you that. You never knew what was going on. So I started doing this game called Hilo, where we would sit around the dining room table and we'd go around and we would say, what was your high of the day and what was your low of the day? And it was fun to hear. Sometimes you got more than one answer. Sometimes you just got, oh, it was a good day. You know, all highs, no lows. So that was a good day. But then sometimes that sparked a conversation at the dinner dining room table because our kids went to the same schools, you know, growing up and everything. And it would be like one teacher, like, you know, Mrs. So-and-so did this and they'd be like, oh, I remember her. And then all of a sudden you're sitting back and watching your kids interact with each other and it's right. a great conversation starter. So not only did you get feedback of their day, a high and a low, and sometimes they'd go, well, I had two highs. Can I say two highs? And Absolutely. But yeah. you got a conversation started and you got a little more information. And if you made them play the game, they couldn't just sit there and go, oh, nothing happened today. Yeah. You know, they had to just say something. It was good. It was a really good way to bring out conversations in the family. And you always did it at the dinner table, which right. was great. Right. So, And we we participated too. Remember, they'd always ask us, yeah. what was your high and low, mom and dad? Every once in a while. Uh -huh. Not all the time, but every And then it was either on Thanksgiving or Christmas, or maybe it was New Year's Eve. And it could have been at different times of different ones. You would do that with the kids, uh, and it was longer for the year. Like, okay, the year is coming to an end. You know, we're coming around the holidays and time. What was the best part of your year? What was the best? What what happened this year that was really good? What happened that was bad? Stuff, everything, broken bones was always the bad one if the kids <laughs> and they broke something. Yeah. Stuff like that. They, it was a, you did a very good job at constantly, in, in, in a family of eight children that were constantly trying to expand, leave, 
move as teenagers do they, yes. and go out, you constantly found ways uh, to pull them back a little bit closer. We all sat at the dinner table for dinner. We played the high-low game. You brought them back. In fact, one of the other things was was that the you know, kids got older. Well, I'll just show up for Christmas. I'll, I'll be there around noon, get my presents. You know, well, you're not getting a stocking unless you spend the night. Now you come home and you spend the night and get back in your little kid bed when you belong. <laughs> then you get a stocking. Santa brings you. It was it was a bunch of dumb little things that that happened around here that kept bringing yeah. everybody back to the center. And I don't think I even realized all the stuff you did like that. And and you know you know some of the things that you tricked the kids doing. Like when they didn't want to help you with cooking or something. And I remember our daughters, you know, 12 or 13, they don't want to cook with you and they don't want to learn anything. But they're sitting in the kitchen doing nothing. And you're running around. Could you grab this for me? Okay, could you come here? I'll tell you what. Can you hold this? Okay, can you just cut this into these? Okay, listen. Yeah. Could you just stir this? They didn't want to cook, but they would help you if you, yeah. like, if you needed a hand. And you tricked them. You tricked them in pretty soon. They're all in there. They're all cooking. They're all helping. Yeah, and they stay. They keep going. Yeah. Um, well, it's just I am just not that mom that is disappointed that I mean I, I'm missing the kids that they're not going to be here on Thanksgiving. But I love the fact that I am thankful. Here's my thankful that we raised some really great kids that are out in the world, being thankful for their life and their right. things and their sharing. You know things that we can't always be with them because they're far away, but. I'm just thankful that they're spreading and making their own traditions. I'm proud it's, of them. Me too. I'm proud of them too. I'm proud of them for being, I mean. I wish we could, we could be in multiple places at one time. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And, and I know they all try to get home. Christmas is going to be big yeah. because, you know, um, they're coming from far away to come home. And I'm proud of, I, I miss them when they're not here for the holidays. But like you being thankful, I'm proud to say, my my I, my son now has his own family and his own life and his own job, and it's so full and it's so busy. He doesn't have time to come back. He he does when he can. I I can I can swallow that a little bit because there's a piece of me that is proud of the of the of the men and women they've become. It really is. I like that a lot. I agree. Yeah, you're you know you're crying. I know. <laughs> you're literally sitting across the table from me, fighting back the tears, and it's not working. You're crying. And what are you crying over? Cause I just miss miss those times when we had little kids. I know, but do you? Am I in trouble for bringing it up? Those are good memories. No, it's us. it's happy tears that we've we've raised such wonderful, great kids that they're out in the world spreading love and cheer all over the place. Like they're carrying on. And I know, but I didn't mean. I'm serious. It's okay. I didn't, I didn't know I was gonna cry. I didn't. It's just mean to I'm make missing you, them. I, I mean, didn't mean, I'm so proud of them too. I didn't mean to make you That's cry. Okay. I just wish I could be in three million places at one time. Well, I think that was part of you reaching out to the sons today when you called them on the phone was to know they're not going to be here, but you needed to... This is something you do, too, the same way I do. You want to be able to place them. If someone says they're not going to be home for Thanksgiving, then where are you going to be? If they're going to be home, then you can place them. You can close your eyes. You know where they are. You know what their kitchen looks like. You know what their dining room table looks like. You, you can place them. When one says, says he's driving to Arizona, you're like, okay, where are you going? What are you, are you trying to place your kids? Yeah. I, get, I get that. I do. Well, that was... <laughs> I'm sorry. Ended that on a, on a note, didn't we? No, I didn't mean... I just... Uh, but I, it's funny because I told our, our millennial tree-hugging son, I said he was... 
kind of reminiscent to about it. And I said, you know what? It's not just the holidays that we get together. It seems like yeah. everybody puts pressure on it to get together, but you, we can get together any time of year. It doesn't matter, you know, because I was telling him we were going to have a quiet one this year. And I said, and dad and I are fine with that. We're totally fine with yeah. that. And, um, but he's coming for Christmas. So I'm really looking forward to that. But I'm just saying it's, um, it doesn't have to be holiday time to get together with family. It, it just doesn't have to do that. So, no, it's in, I, I really think that bec- there's so many things changing in our life right now. We've gotten caught up and put things to so many things. We put them to rest, you and I. And one of the big factors is and uh, is me. I have been losing weight. I have been more energetic. I've been getting up and doing. And I see I see myself going down that path. That by spring and summer, I think we're going to get the chance to go and travel and visit each kid, go to their houses and go where they are and and and, and spend time with each one of them. I think that would be a good fix for you. I think it would help you out a ton. To go and, you know, they're far around, but we're getting to a point where we can't. We don't have to sit here for Gen Z kid and hover over him. He's graduating. Yes. You know, he's going to be 18. We don't have to sit and go, okay, what's the, there's 13 things going on this week. What do we have to drive you to go do? I think the, the, the last child at home and the graduating, I really think that we're going to get an opportunity to go and do. And I like that. Me I do. too. Me too. So um, I can sober you up. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. How's that? I can take those tears and wipe them away and have you looking at me with that beaming laser eyes of like, you mother... (laughs) Okay? What time is it right now? Do you know? I don't know. Well, you're going to clock. Uh, 4.08 p.m. Um, I I don't know that I can finish editing this podcast in time. We have a live stream to do. Yes, I know. Six o'clock. Facebook. That means you got to have your game face on. Yeah, and I have to have all that stuff done with our daughter. You got to do all this stuff when she shows up. You got to get all the cooking. You got the pies done. You got a bunch of other things in there. And then I'm going to stop you, and we got to do that. What is for dinner tonight, by the way? Whatever you're buying. What? What do you? What is? Why am I buying dinner? Because <laughs> I don't have room in my refrigerator. <laughs> You know what? The, one of our daughters came out and says, Dad, do you know what mom's doing for dinner? I'm like, no. She got on. He's like, you ne- do you ever know what mom's doing for dinner? No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So I'll buy you something for dinner. Wait, 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 wait. Both our daughters are home. A third one's on her way. <laughs> do I have to buy dinner for everybody? I don't know right now. I don't know. That's a better answer than, yeah, suck it up, buttercup. I like that. All right, listen, tell everybody goodbye in your crying voice. I didn't mean to make you cry. Goodbye, everyone. Uh, if this thing drops tonight um, at by midnight, it's going to be a miracle. I got to go edit a ton of shit out of it. And um, uh, I will leave in the crying part, I promise. I will leave in our sponsor because um, it's, uh, it's Loud Trouble. He's the man. And I will leave in the little quirky things that we do around here. We didn't even, we got to about a third of the list this time. I guess that's progress. The, the, the bad thing was we were supposed to get to last week's list. I was supposed to sit down and say, all right, we fucked up last week's list. Here's the list. Let's go through that. Then get on to this week's list. 
I lost last week's list. I don't even know what the fuck we were supposed to be talking about. I totally lost it. So we just went with this one, and as you can tell, we got a little derailed again. But we did get about a third of it done. I will place this in a, in a, in, in a, in a safe where I can get it for next time, and then we can move forward. Yes, Gen X mom cried. Yes, I'm probably the person who made her cry. I'm sorry about that. Everyone can send me hate mail. I didn't mean to make her cry. Not this time, anyway. All right, you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Wherever you guys are tuning in from, downloading from, listening to later from all around the planet Earth, thank you so much for doing that. We appreciate each and every one of you taking an hour out of your day. If you're going to waste time on your day, why not waste it here with us at Gen X Talks? There couldn't be a better way to do it. We'll catch all you guys on the flip side. These are